0: Hello, kings and queens. So in this episode, I'm going to be sharing with you a story that I heard from Sean White, who's the multi-gold medalist uh, snowboarder, as well as skateboarder. And he shared a story about how he went going about achieving his big goal of winning the gold medal. But that felt a little overwhelming and a little big to him. So he, str- he reframed that goal. He reenvisioned that goal. To approach it in a way that felt a lot more fun and fresh for him. This is such an interesting way of going about achieving a big goal. I think you're going to like this. Do you ever have the feeling of knowing there's more for you? More of you to step into, more of you to become, more of you to give, more impact to have, more untapped potential for you to live into and create from? I share the same feeling. So how do we close the gap between who we are and who we want to become? How do we close the gap between where we are and where we want to be? How do we close the gap between our current reality and our envisioned potential? It's time to step out of autopilot and live into purpose. Welcome to Purpose Mastery podcast for conscious leaders who are committed to showing up fully and giving their unique gifts to the world. I'm your host and fellow journeyman, Isaac Kaufman. I'm a coach, a creator, and a man on a mission to support leaders on their journey of stepping further into their authentic nature and living their life purpose. Our goal with the show and company is to introduce you to the people, the ideas, and the insights that will help you rise up into living your fullest potential welcome home to your authentic nature welcome to purpose mastery so sean white told a story it was in an interview i saw him with lewis Howes, and he said after he had won the gold medal he then appeared on rolling stone magazine and he said how after he appeared on that magazine, he was a little disappointed with how he looked. I think the people who took the picture wanted him to have a shirt off. So he's standing there with a the shirt off and posing for Rolling Stone. And afterwards he thought, damn, I wish I'd been a little bit more prepared for that. <laughs> right. Just physically prepared. And so he thought, you know what? If I make it back here next year or when I make it back here next year, I want to. Look and feel how I really want to look and feel on the cover of that magazine, right? So he said, rather than setting out to win the gold medal again, which he said, you know, felt a little bit overwhelming. He set the goal of, I want to have a really cool picture on the cover of the Rolling Stones magazine. Of course, he has to win the gold medal in order to get that cover. So he still gets to achieve his goal, his ultimate goal of winning the gold, but he really made it about having a cool picture that he liked on the cover of Rolling Stone magazine. So that became the goal for him. And then during that time, he said that he saw a picture of Axel Rose from the band Rolling Stone. No, not Rolling Stone, from Guns N' Roses. And he said he saw a picture of, of, of Axel Rose wearing these short American flag shorts. And he thought, you know, if I... When I win the gold medal and I get back on Rolling Stone's magazine, I, I want to be wearing something just like that, you know, feeling like a rock star, looking like a rock star. So that became his goal. And then, of course, he wins the gold medal. He gets his new picture on the cover of Rolling Stone. And rather than wearing those short shorts that Axel Rose had, he still had the American flag, but they were pants. So he's in better shape, he's looking good, he's feeling better, and he's wearing these cool American flag rock and roll style pants. You can find it on uh, Google. It's really cool. And I thought, what a genius, (laughs) right, of having this big goal And rather than approaching it in a way that left him feeling a little bit overwhelmed or feeling like he had to, you know, quote unquote, conquer a whole new mountain. He just framed it in a way that left him feeling a little bit excited and that felt fun for him and even even a little bit funny. And I thought, what a great way to approach any goals, but especially those big goals that perhaps could potentially leave you feeling a little bit overwhelmed. So how can you take your goal and reframe it, re-envision it, so that it has a fun, a different, or an even playful feel to it? It can be the same goal you have right now, just a slightly different target. Just like what I had shared about Sean, right? Something that gives you a fun reason to do it in the first place. So I'll go even a little bit deeper on this and I'll use myself as, as an example of how I'm using this approach and how I'm taking it even just one step further, which I think you'll find interesting and more importantly, useful for yourself. So Sean's story got me thinking about my goals and what it is that I'm pursuing and doing and the work that I do, and the type of life that I'm creating for myself and helping others create, and how sometimes, in addition to that being very exciting and inspiring, it can at times feel a bit daunting as well. So I thought, what is it that I want? Well, I'm creating a coaching business, um, as well as doing public speaking. I'm developing a TED talk to do in 2022. I'm doubling down on my podcast purpose mastery and all of my work revolves around helping people create lives of meaningful success and lasting fulfillment. That is my life's purpose, right? So those are some of the goals there. And to Sean's point, how can I take a fun and different approach to this? And while thinking about this, While trying to answer that, I discovered that I first had to look at, well, what's the biggest thing holding me back in the first place? Or another way of asking that same question is, what's the biggest threat to my success? And a little side note here is in almost 20 years of studying people, one of the most important things that I've learned is the thing that you think is holding you back is very rarely the thing that's actually holding you back. There's nearly always a deeper psychological reason that controls most of our behavior, right? And you know, this, there are surface level threats and there are underground threats and those underground threats usually pose, the greatest danger, but I'll go further into that in another episode. So before I get talking about how I can take a fun and different approach to my goal, I first have to give you a little bit of context to the question of what's holding me back in the first place. So one of my greatest fears is feeling and looking like a fool feeling and being perceived as incompetent, especially at something that I care deeply about mainly in regards to my work. And this fear is an even greater fear if it's looking like and feeling like a fool in front of a group of people doing something that I deeply care about. This feeling involves humiliation, shame, and ultimately feeling defeated. Now, this is not a unique fear. I know that, but we all have a unique origin to this fear. And this fear is simply more potent in some people than others. But the interesting thing about this fear and me having this fear is that everything I've done in my life has been flirting with this fear. I played high school and college football. I was an actor for 10 years. Now I'm a coach and speaker. And I've been doing things. I've always been doing things that I deeply cared about in front of other people that put me at, quote unquote, high risk of feeling like and looking like a fool. It's what I've always done and will always do. Now I compensate for this fear by borderlining, obsessing over becoming the absolute best I can possibly be at what I have committed myself to. Part of what drives me is that fear. The other part that drives me is my desire to want to have an impact on other people by helping other people create a life of meaningful success and lasting fulfillment. So my entire life, to some degree, I have been facing this fear, stepping into this fear, and overcoming this fear, but not to the degree that I'm satisfied with, and perhaps never will be satisfied, but that's okay. (laughs) So there's so much more for me to do, become, have, and give. And I suspect that you feel the same. And the greatest threat to that is my fear of looking like and feeling like a fool. That's the thing that will hold me back from truly and fully being, doing and giving all that I can. So my new commitment, my new year's resolution is to look like a fool. (laughs) Why? Because as the old saying goes, the fool precedes the master. You already know if you want to be great at something, you must be willing to not be good in the beginning. You must be willing to be bad, look bad, feel bad for a period of time until incrementally you get better and better and better and you have more breakthroughs, more breakthroughs and even more breakthroughs. And here's the thing. Even if someone is already great at something, the same idea holds true. Because the person who's great at something may still feel a little insecure. They still may have some doubt. They still may be holding back a little bit. This happens to everyone, even the best, even the best of the best. So no matter where someone is on the ability level, the question still remains, who's willing to potentially look like a fool over and 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 over. So, in fact, of course, my actual commitment is becoming a master of my craft to serve and support as many people the best I can. But in order to become that and do that, I have to, quote unquote, risk potentially looking like and feeling like a fool. So, to use Sean's fun approach, right? As we mentioned before, rather than me setting the goal of becoming a master of my craft and creating a thriving coaching business, instead, I'm setting the goal of to look like a fool. (laughs) And by doing that enough times, I will then become a master of my craft and create a thriving coaching business. Right now, of course, I'm saying that a little tongue in cheek the to look like a fool. Right. But that's just my fun and silly way of saying I'm committed to continuously and repeatedly putting myself in a position where I risk looking like and feeling like a fool. So I've taken my fear, the very thing that I want to avoid, and I've made that the objective, I've made that the target. The thing that I want to continuously move towards and move into. Because that is the path of living at the edge of my capabilities. That is the path of becoming and achieving my goals. And I am committed to looking like a fool. It even brings a smile to my face. It it makes me giggle just saying it. Right? It may, which Which makes me more willing to do it. And that's the whole point. So how can you take your goal and reframe it, re-envision it so that it has a fun, different or even a playful feel to it? Right? It can be the same goal that you have now, but just a slightly different target, right? Just like how Sean wanted to win the gold medal, but he really wanted to be on the cover of Rolling Stone, but he has to win the gold to get that cover. Right? What is something that can give you a fun reason to do it in the first place? That example Sean gave, right? That was, that was more of an external, right? His goal was to win the gold medal, but he framed the goal to appear of being on the cover of Rolling Stone looking like a rock star. And that's exactly what he did and what he looked like. And my example is a bit more internal. Right, My goal of creating a thriving coaching business and reframing it to taking a more playful approach to my fear as I move towards my goal. So how can you re-envision and reframe your goals? Is there an external approach or an internal approach that resonates the most with you? can you combine? Is is there a combination of an internal and external approach that you can combine to use for yourself? Use your imagination, get creative, be ridiculous, (laughs) and have fun with it. What's one insight you had from this episode? What's one thing you can do, one action that you can take from that insight? One thing that you can do within the next 24 hours. What is that? If you think one of your fellow kings or queens would get some value from this episode, share it with them. And if you haven't already, follow, subscribe to the podcast where all content there revolves around how can we create a life of meaningful success and lasting fulfillment. Stay sovereign.